When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. All Better Audio. We're not just good, we're all better. Attention! This is a production from the 4077, making audio sound all better. But that is all. Accident program: The Adventures of Philip Marlowe, starring Van Heflin. The Green Hornet. If you like music with the boogie beat, here's a little ditty that's really all right. Lotso Breakfast Cereal and Nosh Cafe Coffee presents Lance Hardwick Mysteries with his trusty sidekick Dick Reardon. Tonight's episode. Meshuganas from Space, Part 1. Our first flashback takes place in July 1947 in a secret underground government base. Calling me out of bed at 3 a.m.? This had better be important, Lieutenant Fox. Begging your pardon, General Nuisance. That's Nuisance, soldier. It's French. Uh, Sorry, General, but we've gone over the data ten times, and it's been confirmed. The transmission started on June 30th this year. They continued coming in stronger until today, July 7th, 1947. The signal reads 369. The numbers keep repeating, sir. Oh, my God, it's returning. How strong are the signals? The scientists say they originate closer than the moon, General. It'll be here within a day. I want every team ready to scramble in a moment's notice. Wherever it lands, I want top people there immediately. Yes, sir. General, sir. And get the professor here, too. He needs to see this. He's 90 years old, General. I I don't think he'll... I don't care what you think, son. Get Tesla here now. Last year was so busy with cases like the Chaitula uh, Boob Girls and that crazy uh, bad scientist who created them and then tried to destroy Hanukkah. Hoy! <laughs> we needed a rest after all of that. Dick Rib, my sidekick, even managed to meet our nice girl here at the mayor's New Year's Eve party. I think the boy might be in love. 
and little did I know that I too would meet the woman of my dreams. Hi, Lance. This is Anita. Anita Goodfolk. We're in love. Have fun, you two. And be careful. They look so cute dancing together. They certainly do. My name is Ida. Ida O'Shaughnessy. Ida? It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh, my name is Lance... Lance Hardwick. I know. You're all that the mayor talks about now. The savior of the city. He keeps asking me to write a feature about you for the newspapers. Oh, I, I know who you are. The famous female reporter. We just prefer to be called reporters. Uh, um, my mistake. <laughs> uh, um... W- would you care to dance? Oh, that was uh, awfully forward of me. Uh, I, I don't even know if you're married. Widowed. My maiden name was Goldberg. Oh, I see. Uh, a, a, a nice Jewish girl marries an Irishman. I never converted. We had a whirlwind romance. Got married when he enlisted. Then he was stationed at Pearl Harbor. And... I'd love to dance if the offer is still on the table. It would be my pleasure. I forgot to mention that Anita is my niece. Is that young man your son? No, Dick is um, my psychic. Oh, the equally famous Dick Reardon is dating my niece. I guess so. So, uh, so, um... Uh, are there any stories you're working on? Any juicy Hollywood news? I don't do gossip. No. There's nothing I'm working on that would interest the famous Yiddisher detective. Oh, well, maybe one. I was asked to investigate a series of murders, but it's not in the city limits. So, you wouldn't be interested. I work wherever I am needed. Uh, uh, where did these murders occur? The most recent ones were near Las Vegas, Nevada around the holidays. But the first ones began in New Mexico in mid-July, 80 miles south of Santa Rosa, and then continuing west to Las... It started near Roswell, New Mexico? In mid-July? Oh, you don't believe there's a connection, do you? Well, sometimes strange events seem to grouped together. Well, these murders weren't the work of little green men. They were committed by killer clowns. Clowns? Oi! They are frightening already, but uh, killer clowns? That, that's just too much. I'll take the case. Um, with your help, of course. Lance, uh, can I talk to you alone? Oh, Anita wants to leave to do a new dance at her apartment. And, uh, what is this, uh, new dance called? The, um, the Horizontal Mambo. It, it must be pretty new. She's never done it with anyone else before. Um, uh, Dick, um, I think that may be a little too advanced for you yet. You think maybe I should get some dance lessons first? Arthur Murray... 
Doesn't teach that one, my boy. Yeah, she said we'd need to go to the pharmacy beforehand, but, uh, but they're all closed. Must be pretty dangerous, too, I guess. Yes, you'll, uh, need to bring some robbers. And we need to do it in the rain, too? She's pretty demanding, huh? I guess that's why I love her. She reminds me of Mom. Flashback number two takes place a few years ago, back in July 1943. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm an old man, you know. Good day to you, Dr. Tesla. Dr. Spiner, it is a pleasure to meet you. Nine, it is my pleasure, I assure you. Please, come in and sit down. I hope that we can come to an amicable arrangement. My inventions are not cheap, you understand. We, we know how valuable your work is, I assure you. The Fatherland needs your inventions if we expect to win the war. Along with mine own work, we can bring the future here today. <laughs> that would be wunderbar. <laughs> <laughs> your death ray will bring about an end to a needlessly long war. And along with my technology, we will also create the electric-powered flying machines I have been designing. Silent and deadly! I'm delighted that you're on our side, Dr. Tesla. Indeed, as I am. Would you care for some tea? Or perhaps a little schnapps? Schnapps, danke schön. Lass uneinen Toast machen. Ja, a toast! To the Fatherland. To the Fatherland! I said to the Fatherland. What is going on? I am an American citizen. Great work, Dr. Tesla. Your country thanks you. Must I go back to that secret base again? I'm afraid so. This Nazi spy will be taken there too. Perhaps between the two of you, we can finally get our project off the ground. Und in den Weltraum. In American, Doctor. English, General. I'll be the judge of that. Now what did you say? Off the ground. Und into outer space. Oh, that was some humdinger of a party at the mayor's mansion. It sure was, Dick. It reminded me of that case we had. The case of the notorious humdinger. You solved that case pretty fast. The case of the humdinger? That guy, you know, he would go, um, <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding, and then a pie would be thrown in someone's face. You solved that one quick. Dick, there, there was no such case. No? I'm, I'm still buzzed from the party, I guess. 
there was no liquor at the body, Dick. The mayor is a staunch teetotaler. Oh, oh, I know, Lance. Uh, I had two Pepsi Colas. Uh, I'm wasted. Never mind, Dick. We have a new case, and we will uh, need to travel. So we will stop at your house, and you can pick up uh, what you will need for a trip. We might be gone for a week or more. Oh, I'll just go out to my car. I keep a case with everything I will need in an emergency. The Boy Scouts of America taught me to be prepared. Ah, Dick, it better not be your accordion. I'm talking about clothes, toothbrush, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, We need to stop by my house then. Uh, I'll call my mom and have her pack a suitcase for me. Mom? I need you to pack a suitcase for me. Lance and I have a case that will take us out of town for a week or more. Where are you going? I don't know. Lance? Where are we going? New Mexico. And then to Nevada. Wowzers. I've never been to those places. Why are we stopping at the city hotel, Lance? The, uh... We are picking up another member of our team, Dick. Team? It's it's always just been you and me, Lance. I'll be there in a moment, Lance. Mrs. O'Shaughnessy? Anita's aunt? Why do you get to bring your girlfriend? She's not my girlfriend, Dick. She's a reporter and she asked us to come along on a story. We are going to investigate some grisly murders. Gosh! Murders? Culp? Here, let me get the door for you. I can get it myself. Don't worry about standing on ceremony with me, Lance. I don't need to be pampered. I have been all over the world on my own. If that is what you want. Hello, Richard. Uh, Hello, Mrs. O'Shaughnessy. Ida. It's Ida. So... Where are we going first? To Roswell! <coughs> Aliens! Nordic, to investigate the voice of a string of moiters. Our next flashback takes place a few months after our last flashback, to November 1943. No, no, no! You cannot take the experimental aircraft on its first test flight. But, General, I designed it. I put my money into it. It's my aircraft. It's Uncle Sam's aircraft. You'll be compensated for your work soon enough. Compensated for my work? This design is all mine. It's my creation. Not entirely. You do remember that I created the electronic propulsion drive with the help of Dr. Spiner. He ain't coming here, is he? He creeps me out. No, no, no. He is resting. Yes, yes, I do know that you and Dr. Spinell created the propulsion drive. But you will remember that you had originally planned for the vehicle to be shaped like a matzo ball, round and doughy and white, completely devoid of any sound aerodynamic application. It was a sound design, aerodynamic and swift. This thing is... is... Silly looking. 
Silly looking, silly looking. Ha! I'll show you silly looking. My mother baked the best pies in all of Texas. And when I finished eating one of her pies, she would let me play with the pie tin. I noticed even when I was a child the aerodynamic stability of that pie tin shape. I would throw it and it would stay aloft for minutes at a time. Howard Hughes, you've defied my orders for the last time. Get out of that. What the? Main electrical shortage. The batteries are draining. Oh, that damn air jockey, he crashed another one. He'll pay for this. He paid for it already. It divides his money. You don't understand, Tesla. Go wake up Dr. Spinal. You two need to get to work on another engine. And Hughes needs to build me another spaceship. But General, that one took us three years of work. And it'll probably take another three years. But get started on it now. We drove for a long time from the city to Roswell, New Mexico. Gosh, Lance, I'm scared. There's nothing to be scared about, Richard. I've been here before. It's perfectly safe. You've been here before? I was sent to investigate the crash last year. It was just a weather balloon, tethered to a small structure made of aluminum foil and balsa wood. It was in all the papers. No little green men to be seen anywhere. Yeah, after the secret government agencies made the newspapers print a retraction, they don't want us to know that aliens are real. <laughs> oh, Dick. Oh, you. And your comic books and movie matinee serials with uh, Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers. Lance, we know that secret government agencies exist, like Crass and, and the QLT-7. <laughs> oh, my. What an imagination your sidekick has. Richard, I am a newspaper reporter, and I only deal with facts. Where do we go now, Adam? Turn here. There's a small town ahead. That's Roswell proper. We can start gathering clues there. The voice murder happened here just a few days after the reporters left in July? No one thought anything of it at the time. Just one murder doesn't amount to much outside of the town's jurisdiction. But then there was a second one a week later, only 80 miles north to Santa Rosa. Then the next one in Las Vegas. It seems like a stretch to uh, connect two murders in New Mexico to one in Nevada. Oh no, you misunderstand. Yes, there were more murders in Las Vegas, Nevada. Three, to be precise. But there was one in Roswell, then one in Santa Rosa, then the third was in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Then they continued in a straight line to Las Vegas, Nevada. Is a Las Vegas, New Mexico? Yes, just 50 miles northwest from Santa Rosa. I should have been more clear. Sorry. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Oh, aliens! Dick, stop it. It's just a police officer. You folks lost or something? Oh, oh no, officer. <laughs> We're here to, uh... Ido O'Shaughnessy? Is that you? Hiya, Mickey. 
hell's a wife and kids? They're fine. Are you here on assignment again? No alien spaceships here since last year. <laughs> I hear ya. We need to investigate the Joseph Butler murder. We believe it was the first in a string of murders across New Mexico, all the way to Nevada. A serial killer. Now that's newsworthy. Sure, follow me to the old butler farm. I'll show you around. You sure know how to investigate a story pretty well. It's my job, Lance. It's what I do best. We're a pretty small town here in Roswell. Other than old Joe Butler getting killed and the military swarming all over here last summer, we haven't had so much as a broken window here going on 20 years. And what did the police conclude? Tell us about the investigation. It wasn't much of an investigation, if you even want to call it that. Joe Butler was found in his bed with a huge knife wound in his chest. No weapon was found at the scene. Here, I'll show you the bedroom. Are you coming, Lance? In a moment, I'll be there soon. What's wrong, Lance? Something's not quite right. I, I can't put my finger on it. It's probably nothing. Come on. And that's the bed where we found him. Officer uh, Mickey. Please, Officer Rooney. Mickey Rooney? Oh, it's your wife, Judy Garland. <laughs> Shut up, Dick. Did you just assault that young man? Oh, it's okay, Officer Rooney. He does it all the time. I don't mind. All the time? That's battery. I promise I won't do it again, Officer Rooney. It's okay, Mickey. Well, since you're friends of Ida's, I guess I can overlook it this time. Thank you, Officer. So, what was the conclusion? Are there any clues to who the murderer could be? We didn't find a murder weapon, as I said. But we did notice a smudge of red makeup on Joe's forehead, and we found a small swatch of faded cloth on a nail just outside the front door. Can we see the cloth? Sure, if you want to come with me back to the station. We also have some photos of the crime scene I can show you there, too. That might help us. I agree, Lance. Okay. Well, follow me to the police station, and I'll be happy to show you the evidence. You coming, Dick? I'll be there in a sec, Lance. Gotta use the bathroom first. Well, make it quick. The sun just set. Sure thing. Boy, it sure gets dark fast here. What was that? Aliens! farmhouse screaming. You're okay now, Richard. Aliens? Uh, I saw aliens! <laughs> <laughs> what an imagination. Dick, are you okay? Uh, uh, I don't know. I thought I saw... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was probably my mind playing tricks on me. 
There was this time I had to do a speech in front of the class in fifth grade, and then all of a sudden my pants were down by my ankles. Oh, I hate when my mind plays tricks on me like that. Well, you go get the rest. Ida and I are going to look at the evidence. You stay here. Oh, okay, Lance. Officer Rooney here. What? Speak up, will you? No, no, there's nobody here by that name. And there ain't no Prince Albert in a can, either. And our refrigerator is... Huh. He hung up. What do they want? Some joker. Asking for vitrolium or... Vitronium? Yeah. How did you know, kid? (laughs) Uh, Must be the new telephone prank the kids are pulling. I guess. I don't get the joke. Ida and I looked over the photographs of the crime scene. There was a close-up of the victim's face. There was a dark smudge on his forehead. It looked like a giant lip print. The notes here say the smudge was a deep red color. Perhaps a, a, a crime of passion? A, a, a woman scorned? A, a romance gone sour? I don't think so. Unless she puts on her lipstick with a paint roller. I, uh, I see what you mean. That's a big smudge. There's a note from the town doctor who pronounced the time of death. He took a time depressor and scraped off a bit of the makeup. I think this might be it here, in this test tube. That's not any lady's lipstick I've ever seen. I recognize it. It is definitely clown makeup. Agreed. Too thick for a lady to use. And this cloth? Faded, but definitely not a cloth used by your average citizen. It's too shiny. Yes, the wearer would practically glow. So our information that this is a string of murders committed by a clown or clowns must be true. I'm afraid so. Where do we go next? To Santa Rosa and the second murder. Lance and his friends have their work cut out for them this time. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lance Hardwick Mysteries, Meshuganas from Space. Tonight's episode, Meshuganas from Space, Part 1, was written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius and Jeff Niles. Featured in the cast were... Victor Aurelius as the announcer and Dick Reardon, Glenn Hippert as Lieutenant Fox, Timothy French as General Nuisance, Sharon Bloomberg as Ida O'Shaughnessy, Jeff Niles as Lance Hardwick and the third officer, David Schutz II as Nikola Tesla and the second officer, Ted Wenskus as Hans Spinal, Keith Donovan as Howard Hughes, Matt Weller as Officer Rooney, James P. Quick as the alien voice, and Terrence Dry as the killer. Music by Kevin McLeod. Old Lang Syne performed by Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians. Tenderly written by Walter Gross and performed by Ben Webster. And Klezmerica. 
Sound design by Victor Aurelius. This radio serial is sponsored by Matzo Breakfast Cereal, their Lance's favorite, and Nashcafe Coffee. Gay Schlafen swears by it. Copyright the 4077th and All Better Audio 2015. <laughs> Tell me, sweetheart, do you think I'm sexy? Because you're making me horny. Don't you dare touch me! Stand back! This has been an all better audio production. This production was set together by the all better. Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Codpast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.